This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Happy 2023, everybody, and welcome into Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale here with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. We hope y'all had a fantastic New Year's. Guys, I know Tom Brady did. How was y'all's New Year? My New Year was great, great, great. great. Mine was better. He did it <laughs> again. He did it again. Did what? And now he's probably going to do it to my Cowboys in the first round playoff game. Please put, save us, put, Giants. Put, save put, us. Put 15 cases on it. Uh, I'll put 15 cases in. Yeah. Cowboys play the Buccaneers. Cowboys advance. 15 cases. I'm not betting against my team. I'm just scared to death for my team. Man, stop it. <laughs> Once again, gentlemen, Tom Brady looking like what we're used to seeing at the end of the regular season into the postseason. Brady and the Bucks clinching the NFC South yesterday with that 30-24 to win over the Panthers. Brady had 432 passing yards, three touchdowns, gentlemen, 63, 57, and 30 yards to Mike Evans. All right, Shannon, on a scale of 1 to 10, how surprised were you by Brady? Brady in the Bucks. Well, I gave it a 10, um, not by the Bucks, but by Brady's connection with Mike Evans, because through 16 weeks, we saw no indication that this was even possible. On, on passes of 20 air yards, he was three or four for 150 yards and three touchdowns. Coming into the week, he was on had one of those. And that was a 51-yard, if I'm not mistaken, against the Baltimore Ravens. So we saw no indication that something like this was possible because we had not seen it for the first 16 weeks of the season. And then they break out. They finally got 30 points. We have seen no indication of that being possible. They got 31 in a loss, but they get lost 41 to 31. And Brady was on. He might have should have had better than that if K. Dotton knew the difference between man and zone. He got upset. <laughs> uh, 41, I forget his name. He was like, Coquif. He's like, where the F is Otten? And then Otten comes in. He's like, well, I should have kept Coquif in the ball game. <laughs> because Otten had a hard, I mean, I, and I saw the play, I, I tweeted, bro, that's a man read. Brady's trying to lead you, and you just turn up and just keep running. And he pulls up, Brady misfires. Brady was extremely upset with that. He tried to hit him on another, and he didn't get his head around quick enough. So Brady could have had more yards than what he did. But what I, what I liked about, about Tom and, and Mike Evans is that they saw an opportunity and they took advantage of the opportunity. And that opportunity was C.J. Henderson. Skip, there's a reason why this young man was the ninth pick in the draft. In one year and three games into his, rookie, into his second season, he was traded for a tight end and a third-round pick. Let that sink in for just a second. The ninth pick in the draft was traded for a tight end and I think a second or third-round pick the following season in which he was selected ninth overall. Mm. He was terrible. I don't know what he thought. Mike Evans got everybody with the same move. He lulled him to sleep like I ain't doing nothing. Takes off, throws his hand up. Tom Brady airs it out. Touchdown. So that's not that's not on Tampa Bay. It's like, man, y'all need to pay attention. This is a real game. Don't worry about it. Play your technique. Do what you're supposed to do. But Tom was sensational yesterday. 432 yards, 34-45. Um, and so I don't really know what else to say. Chris Godwin was over 100 yards, but they played well yesterday. And even as well as they played, it still took, what, three, four turnovers in order for them to pull this out. So that's how challenged they are, Skip, to get separation from a team. As great as Brady played yesterday, it still took, what, two interceptions, three interceptions, fumbles? I mean, and, and, and Sam Donald, as great as he was playing, then all of a sudden the second half he started turning the ball over <laughs> and let Tampa get right back in the game, and eventually they won the game. Mm. But Tom and Mike Evans, they deserve a 10 for what they did yesterday. Okay, so the question was about surprise. So for me, the surprise factor was 15 on a scale of 1 okay. to 10 because you picked Carolina to win, and I didn't have any issue with that because I told you I'm going to be surprised if the Bucs do win. Right. 
because I couldn't see how they could, because every factor on paper indicated that Carolina would win this game. Carolina won at Carolina 21 to 3, 21 to 3. And Carolina is one of the or was one of the hotter teams yeah. in the league, having won three out of four and four out of six. Carolina definitely had one of the hotter defenses in the league under a coach who still deserves to get this job because he is a defensive guru to me, and he has completely changed the way they play football. And it looked like several times yesterday they were in complete command of this game, just the way a lot of people expected that they would be. Right. So the point was, here came in Tampa with – the worst rushing attack in pro football, and did it get any better yesterday? It still is. (laughs) It was just pathetic. It might have been more pathetic yesterday than it's ever been. And pass rush. They were graded 28th as a pass rush, which is three from the – four four from the bottom. Right. Because they they can't rush anybody without Shaq Barrett. And Vita Vea is still limpy, gimpy, coming back in. And they just don't have anybody until the end of the game. Anthony Nelson finally rose and shone and made one play. And Tryon Stoyinka makes a play here or there. But they can't rush the passer. So for the most part, Sam Darnold was just sitting back there with all day and all night to throw. And he was picking them apart. And he still threw for 341 yards. Mm -hmm. So the point was that in the end, I'm sitting over here as a Brady supporter. I'm ashamed by everything I said last week. I'm ashamed by everything I was tweeting early in the game because it looked like all hope was lost. Right. I'm ashamed because I keep saying he's the one man in sports I don't bet against. Right. Yet I didn't bet against him. I still picked them to win, but I picked them to win 14 to 13 because I I couldn't imagine them scoring more than 14 points. And I tweeted when they fell behind 14 to nothing – that the best hope they had was to tie it at 14 and go to overtime because I could not imagine how they were going to score 14 because they, they can't protect Brady well enough at this stage and age to get him loose to score more than 14 right. points because Brian Burns is, is serious business, and so is Derek Brown. Right. They can flat out rush the passer. And they got him three times, and they hit him seven times. So, so they were getting after him. It, it was the last one that got, got him upset. He started. Got him, got him really upset. <laughs> they shoved him down. Because- but, but it was that wasn't a penalty. That that I, <laughs> he I, wanted no, one. I, okay, he wanted one, but that that was classic. You're begging for it, Brady. <laughs> and by the way, he he got so upset that he spiked a ball and got a delay of game late in the game. You cannot <clears throat> excuse yeah. me. You cannot do that. Mm-hmm. But here's the biggest picture of what happened yesterday. On the first day of 23, New Year, Tom Brady went 23, as in Michael Jordan, on the Carolina Panthers in a win or else game, a win or basically go home game. I know that it still wouldn't have been completely over right. if they'd lost, but this, this was for all the marbles, as few a marbles as the NFC South has had. Maybe it's for one marble, yeah, but yeah. it's still for the one marble. <laughs> right. And he went Jordan again. And you can say, well, relative to all that he's accomplished, it was just Mickey Mouse right. Jordan. But, but it was still Jordan-esque because he still has as clutch a killer will as we've ever seen in your sport. He still has the capability of just going nuclear when it has to be done. And he did it yesterday against all odds to me because I didn't see it coming, and I'm usually the one who does see it coming. Well, I think the thing is you didn't see it coming because you saw no indication through the first 17 weeks that it was even possible. You you realize Mike Evans had gone 11 straight games. Think about this. 11 games in a row with zero touchdown passes. We have talked and talked and talked to death how for reasons nobody can quite figure out. Tom Brady and Mike Evans have fallen completely apart. They've lost their wavelength. They've lost their chemistry. They've (coughs) lost their rapport. I don't think they hate each other. I don't think anything's going on between them. 
They just lost connection right. for reasons I don't know. Brady said after the game, yeah, I missed him a bunch of times. And there were some times, such as the first throw at Carolina, when it hit right. Mike Evans right in the hands and he just right. butterfingered it. Right. I don't know why. I, I can't figure it out because Mike Evans is better than that and Tom Brady is better than that, but it had not worked. Yet clearly the whole idea yesterday was screw it. Like, let's just forget about all that didn't happen. Let's make it happen today. I'm going to throw you a whole bunch of footballs, and let's just see if we can figure this back out on the fly because you and I are the only hope we have to win this game. And that's the God's truth. That was it. But what did we find out early in the week? That J.C. Horn had broken his wrist. He had. He was going to be out. He's their guy. He's their shutdown guy that could possibly neutralize some of this. Because, Skip, it was the big play that got him right back in the ballgame. It was 14-0. I, I got and it. the next thing you know, I, I have some respect for C.J. Henderson because I watched him a lot at Florida. I, I got it. You, you know, he ran in the four threes. He yep. is a superior athlete. Skip, Skip okay. you don't I, trade I the it. ninth pick in the draft okay. one year in three games. I know, and say, but, but, but he's, he's actually played very well this year for that team because he has not been a liability. And he is the one getting all the throws at him all year long because yeah. J.C. Horn is a flat out stud. Yes. And I will remind you. It was 50-50 even, Stephen, because Carlton Davis, shockingly to me, is the best corner by far on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, did not play. He's got some bum shoulder, and when I saw all week he was not practicing, I thought, "Uh uh-oh, this is big trouble. So don't don't tell me it's all about J.C. Horn because the Bucs are down their best corner, and I look up, and Antoine Winfield is covering the slot the whole day. What? Did you see 31s in the slot? Yeah, but that, that, but he, he, okay, that's, that's he's, he's done that because remember when Murphy Bunning was out? Yeah, he I had got to be it. out, so you had to drop somebody down. Okay. But I think the thing is, Skip, what, what, no, I'm not saying that, that Carlton Davis is not valuable, but we saw we had not seen any big plays out of the Bucks passing game all year long. Okay. And so that's the difference. I'm not saying that, that Murphy, that uh, uh, Davis is not important because he is, but okay. what have you seen from the Bucks passing game all year? Had you seen anything mm-hmm. like what you saw yesterday? No. And, and I kept waiting for Julio to emerge, and you warned me he's just never going to be healthy. So he did run a reverse yesterday. It looked like he was running about two miles an hour because <laughs> it was so wide open. It should have gone from 40, and he got whatever it was, 20-ish. And he caught one ball all day because he just no factor. So it comes down to Mike Evans or bust, if you want to know the God's truth. But Chris Godwin had a nice day yesterday. Chris Godwin is a chain mover. He is. He's not the guy, Skip. He's not the guy that's going to send you to the trauma, the trauma unit. He'll paper cut you. He Mike Evans is the guy that sends you to the trauma center because yeah. he's the guy that's going to get over the top of your head. Okay. So, obviously, Carolina takes the football right out of the box and goes 75 yards in six plays. And I sat back and said, uh-oh. This is going to be a long day. Right. This could be embarrassment day because all of a sudden it's 7 to nothing with only 11.39 left in the first quarter. So here come the Buccaneers. And what happened? They, they get a hold right out of the box on. Guess who? Donovan Smith is finally back at left tackle. He is the most penalized offensive lineman in all of football, and he gets an early hold that sets him back into first and 20 at the Bucs 32. Yeah. And what happens on this play if we could see it? He goes deep, which was a pleasant surprise, to guess who? Mike Evans. And I thought this was a pretty good throw, and Mike Evans just couldn't get his other hand up. I don't know. It looked right. like he hit him right in the breadbasket. And, and I don't know if he couldn't get his left hand up quick enough on the football. But you know what I thought? Here we go again. Like, these guys just don't have any connection. And that's when I sat back and I said, you know what? This is just not going to work because now Brady has a tendency once that happens to go away from him. But fortunately, he didn't go completely away from him. So here we go. And they get the ball back and they they, I mean, there's they're still going in that drive. And he finally hits Godwin on a big third down throw and gets 24 and they peanut punch and strip him. If we could see the play to Godwin, this was a good throw by Brady. And he gets loose, and he's going for 24 yards. And I think, okay, they're back in business. And then they're not in business. Mm -hmm. So it felt wrong, wrong, wrong. And then all of a sudden they come down. And before I know it, it's 14 to nothing. So this is 7.51 left in the second quarter. And that's when I tweeted, 14 to nothing. Maybe they could tie them and go to overtime. But but (laughs) what what would you see at that point that would show you the Bucs could score 30 points? Right. And by the way, 
They scored 30 points with a missed. It was a long field goal, but they missed a field goal. They got a short one blocked, and they missed an extra point. So there's seven points left on the table, and they got to 30. How is that possible? Well, it's because the quarterback says, hey, this is it. This is what I do. This is who I am. I'm going to do this. And right out of the box on on the next drive, it's first and 10 at their 37, and he throws his best ball of the year to Mike Evans. And if we could see the ball, this this ball travels almost 60 yards in the air. And the guy playing off coverage, I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know how you play off coverage and you get beat this deep. That's the other corner. That's uh, Keith Taylor, who's 6'5". And they got him on Mike Evans because he's 6'5". But he can't run. He's as tall as Mike Evans is, so they got him. Because all Mike Evans has been doing all year is playing possession, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ding, ding, you know, dink and dunk and dink and dunk and little stop routes and little out routes. Get him in the red zone and throw the jump ball. Okay, that's what they do. And so Keith Taylor is 6'5". He's a fifth-round pick uh, two years ago. And he's like, I got him, I got him. No, you don't got him because they haven't done this all year. And finally, Brady made a really good throw yeah, he, he aired to, to a guy who used to be a really good receiver, and all of a sudden I look up and I think, oh, 14 to 7. Well, that, that's not bad. Okay, so then the Bucks get the ball at the end because Sam Darnold just didn't see the snap. I, I don't know. He wasn't looking, and the ball hits him in the chest, and he loses it. But, but does, okay. it, doesn't that happen to bad quarterbacks? That okay, seems to never happen to like thank a Brady you. or thank Mahomes you. or thank a Burrow. That doesn't happen okay. to them. My problem with Sam Darnold is he has ability, as he displayed often yesterday. Yeah. He will make big mistakes in big games. That was his resume at USC. That's why I did not love him coming out of the draft. He makes too many mistakes. Skip, in a situation like that, the coach will always tell you, yep. son, don't exacerbate a situation. Just follow Just the ball. Just follow the football. And he That's did not all you've got to do. I agree. And now all of a sudden, he's going to be Patrick Mahomes. No. He's going to be Josh Allen. He's going to pick the ball up. I agree. He's going to run around, and he's going to make something happen. The situation is already bad. Don't make it worse. Okay. I, I got it. So they get the ball at the Carolina 13, and he flips it to Mike Evans and lets him sort of just – it's almost like a screen pad. So right. it's really just a, a quick pass to him, and he, he just bulls for like seven yards. Then Fournette goes for a couple of yards, and all of a sudden on third and one, he tries to hit Kate Otten on a little quick out, and, and he, he's long because he's covered. He, he would just cover. Yeah, you, you miss okay. you miss long. You don't want right. to turn it. You, you, it's because you got pick sixable out there. But So it's fourth and one at the four-yard line. You can still get – a first down, and Todd Bowles decides to take the 22-yard field goal. Brady looked like he did not love it. Right. I didn't love it for Brady because I still thought they were going to have a hard time getting to f- even 14 right. points, and I thought this is a golden opportunity, and it showed me Todd Bowles is saying to the GOAT quarterback, no, nah, I, I don't really trust you in this situation, and it, it was disturbing to me because I thought Brady – might sort of go in the tank a little bit over it. Like, he, he might just say, okay, if you don't trust me, then I don't trust us. I do understand Todd Bowles' way of thinking, Skip. Points have been a premium. It's so hard for them to get points, Skip. I, I, Todd Bowles like, bro, I'm down here. I got to take whatever I can get. I got to get as much water as I can. You say they can't run the football. Yep. Do you trust them turning around and handing it off to Leonard Fournette no. or, or the other kid? I don't either. No. And so and now, it, was, it was a little too long to sneak it because, right. as we saw later in the game, he is the greatest quarterback sneak runner ever, and you, you've made the point all year. He doesn't want to do it anymore. Well, this is for all the marble. Right. Maybe it's yeah. just one marble, but it's yeah. for the marble. This is your right? division titles on the line. Although okay. Jalen Hurst might say, uh, that's my title okay. now, I'm the All best right. quarterback sneak guy. Okay, I, I don't know. Brady is really – he's weirdly really good at At 6'4", he gets so low, right. and he finds a tiny little space right. underneath his center, and he just powers well, it. Well, Jalen Hurst is fine. Jalen Hurst and them, they do the rugby scrub. I know. They do it with the They do the rugby scrub. These guys don't do the rugby nah. scrub. They just let Brady do it by himself. The point is they take the field goal, and it's 14 to 10, and I'm thinking, boy, this doesn't feel right to me. Now we get to, to open the second half. They do get the ball, and Todd Bowles said, well, I knew we at least were going to get the football. Right, right? yeah, we get some points, okay. and we get the ball coming out of the half. All right, so now we get the two plays in question that you brought up that drove uh, Brady crazy in this situation because <laughs> the first one's second nine at the 37 right out of halftime, and he throws it to Coquifed. And if we could see this, we got back-to-back we tight end plays. Are we going to be able to see Brady's lip? <laughs> Can we lip read with Brady? Could. This is to Coquif, and he hits him right in the hands. I don't know. He wasn't even looking for the ball. You could say maybe he threw it too hard. I don't know. You just have to catch the ball because you have a step, and you might right. be able to get eight yards. 
and Brady was not happy, and you could see he was saying something about that. He's looking at him get picked because he threw it so hard that Karam skipped. A lot of times, guys, uh, balls like that get picked. It went to nowhere, luckily. And then now we got the third and nine at the 37, and they're going to make this this first down, as you tweeted, if Kate Otten doesn't just sit. There's no one out there. There's no one out there for him to sit. Here we go with the next play. It's the very next play to Kate Otten on third and nine. Oh, I think we don't have that one. But anyway, he just sat. I know Brady lost it. Okay. What's that? Oh, he lost lost it. it. Yeah, he lost his mind is what he (laughs) He lost. Okay. So here we go again. And it, it almost looked like. Sam Darnold had him on the deep throw to Sean Murphy bunting, you know, that, that yeah. he intercepted yeah. down near the goal line. Yeah. Because if, if you get this ball up and you make this throw, I, I don't know if they can come back. Right. But he picked it off, and it gave them a little bit of a stay of execution down at the goal line because he's thrown it from the 45. He just but, didn't get the ball up. But, but here's the thing, though, yep. Skip. He hitches. you yep. got to let this ball go. Look what he does. Yep. Why are you taking yep. that two hitches? Yep. you got to take that ball in five steps and let it go. He just didn't get it there. And it's just a reprieve is all it was because then they get their 26-yard field goal blocked. That was after going 90 yards and 15 plays. And that's why I said, okay, this isn't going to work today. And would you believe that Sam Darnold then goes 91 yards in seven plays and made the throw of the game to Shai Smith, I thought, was the 19-yard touchdown pass? It was really big-time good. And that made it 21 to 10. 21 to 10. He threw a dart. Yeah, he threw a dart. He he put a little mustard on this, and, and he, he threw kind of flat foot. And the one he threw to DJ Moore, skip to get yeah. up fourteen yeah. nothing. Yeah. He no, dropped that good. one in the bucket it too. Was now, good. no, it was good. I told you, three forty-one. He made a bunch of good throws here, and he made a bunch of big mistakes. Yes. Okay. At twenty-one to ten, early in the fourth, I'm saying, there's just no way. Right. Like I I I don't even know if the goat could even sniff this mm-hmm. one. And what does he do? It's four plays after that throw by Sam Darnold. He hits Mike Evans again, who, who has actually inside leverage on this throw, so he leads him inside left a little bit, and this is the second touchdown but pass. Mike Evans sandbagged him, pretend like he he's did. walking off the line this, of scrimmage and, and just takes off. And by the way, this is third and six, third and six at the 43. He sandbagged him because they're looking for some possession route. Yeah, underneath. exactly. Yep. Looking something quick. Yep. And boom. He leads him inside and hits him right in stride. And all of a sudden, I look up and it's 21-16 because they go for two and miss because they can't score in the red zone at all. Usually, the, the, <clears throat> Tom Brady was known before this year as the greatest red zone passer in, in the history of the yeah. game. But he had Gronk and he had A.B. and he had Edelman and Amendola and he had all these players that he trusted to run the kind of routes that he likes to throw. I thought Mike Evans was trustable down there, but he can't seem to find Mike Evans in right. the red zone at all. Okay, so here we go again, and they hold Carolina for once and make them punt. And finally, what was I banging the table for over here all week? you got to go no huddle. So they finally go no huddle, and this is mid-fourth quarter. So you finally go no huddle, and they go 92 yards in eight plays, and yet it was first and 10 at the 30. And and this might be Brady's best throw of the day, actual – best pure pass of the day is the 30-yarder. It's a pump and go. And he drops it like Santa right down the chimney. Really a good throw. And not by C.J. Henderson actually played this pretty well. Pretty well. He couldn't find the football. But you, you, you have to drop that one in perfectly, and he did. So now you're three for three in your last three, yeah. Mike Evans. If you go back and look, when he pumped my, uh, uh, Chris Godwin, I think, is running, yeah. he, de- he throws his hand up because he already knows that's C.J. Henderson and we got he did, it. He, did. he ain't even looking. Nope. He just puts his hand up in there, one hand up in there, like, yeah, we got him. <sighs> I don't know, C.J., bro. Hey, you might need to find a new line of work if you can't do any better than what you're doing. My God. So all of a sudden, they're up 24 to 21, and then the aforementioned Anthony Nelson strip sacks yeah. Sam Darnold, and they get the ball back. And finally, Brady sneaks it over, and it's 30-21. to 21. It got a little crazy late because the kid from Georgia, the rookie punter, mm-hmm. Jake Camarda, had to make a play on a low snap, and he made the play. Yeah. He scooped it. He ran left. Todd Bowles said he'd never seen a punter make that athletic of a play. I've seen punters run and kick it right. on the run before. But, but, Skip, if you think about it, he short stops it he on did. the hop. That's the best <laughs> that, part that, of the that, play. Yeah, because yes. that ball could go anywhere. Now, all of a sudden, you got a different ball game. Because look how he, Skip, yep. he gets it, yep. takes off. 
Now, he's running away from his dominant foot, Skip. He's a right-footed. <laughs> no, he ran so you expect, wrong foot. I mean, it wasn't wrong-footed. It was wrong way. Wait, you expect him to be able to run right and kick it, but he's running what, left. What I expected was somebody to block it, but nobody <laughs> got their hand on it, and he kicked it all the way down to, like, the four-yard yes. line, but there was an illegal man downfield, which was fine with me you because you get to re-kick it. Re-kick it. And he kicks it 42 yards, and basically that yeah. was yeah. that. Right. Okay, so in the end, the best thing the defense did – which did surprise me was, as you know, Carolina over the last six games has averaged 187 yards yeah. rushing. So the best thing they did was they held them to 74 yards rushing. So at least that kept you afloat, kept right. you in the game. Well, that's, well, see, you needed to be able to run the ball to keep Brady because once Brady gets into yeah. a rhythm, the thing you want to do is keep his butt on the sideline. Well, you couldn't run the football. No. And then if you go to a couple of incompletions, he's going to be right back on the field. Yeah. So now he tempos you. Because, like you said, they went hurry up, and so now he's in a rhythm. And that's the one thing you don't want a quarterback to do is to get a rhythm, especially that quarterback. And for all intents and purposes, the game was over. And yet the Buccaneers managed to score 30 points while running 25 times for a grand total of 67 Mm -hmm. yards. It's just pathetic. It's it's under three yards. They're not going to run. They just can't run. No. They're not not going to be like the 72 Dolphins. They're not going to be like the Ravens when Lamar won the the MVP and they ran for over 3,000 yards. That's not who this team is. If you're going to go anywhere in the playoffs, it's going to be on Brady's arm. It's not going to be on Fournette and and, uh, White's leg. It's not going to be on White. White. Yeah. The last time I did see the Bucks run the ball very successfully was, ironically and frighteningly, was on opening <laughs> Sunday night at Jerry World, yeah. right? That's the last time I saw any semblance of a dominant running game that Brady has actually ridden. When they went to the Super Bowl, it was playoff Lenny because right. he was running like a wild man. Right. Okay. But that's not what they are anymore. No, it's not who they are. Whew. Brady headed to the postseason, gentlemen, for the 14th consecutive season. Whew. All right. Speaking of impressive, we see you, Jair Alexander, holding (laughs) Justin Jefferson to just one catch yesterday. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits It brings to your life from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. And I won't back down. Jair Alexander backed up all that smack talking. Remember, he called Justin Jefferson's week one game a fluke. Well, yesterday he held the Vikings receiver to just one, one catch in the Packers' 41-17 demolition. After the game, Alexander called out Skip and Shannon, guys. Uh Uh-oh, take a listen. Until Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless, they need to, you know, watch what they say when they talk about me. You feel me? That's what they need to watch what they put out. Talking about he a good corner, great corner. <laughs> He's just taking names all over the place, keeping Ooh. receipts. All right, Shannon, what's your response to Jay? Why, why you picking on the debate hoes? 
But I ain't bothered nobody. I'm just up here doing my job. I said, you're a good corner. You got to play. You talk. I said, I ain't got no problem with the man talking. But now you talking, you got to back it up. Yep. You back it up. He did. I ain't got no beef with you, bro. I don't want no smoke. Mm. You played unbelievable. Yep. The Packers defense played unbelievable. They did. And again, the Vikings offense picked up was the most inopportune time. <laughs> The defense terrible, Skip. They ain't going nowhere. Mm. You can't give up 40 points to Green Bay on the road. You can't give up 40 points at home to the Cowboys. You give up another 34 points to the Detroit Lions. You see, if these games are not nip-tuck, they get blown, get blown away. Give the, Cow- the Cowboys, give the Packers defense credit. They did an unbelievable job. They had a game plan of how they wanted to attack Cousins in this passing game offense, mm. but it also didn't help them that Cook couldn't get run, couldn't get going running the football mm. because a lot of what they do is off play action. Well, Skip, you can't run the football. I ain't taking no fake. Hell, you ain't going nowhere. What you no. what you sticking it? What you faking it for? Mm. So now I get to drop in my zones. Jair, you had an unbelievable game. You played extremely well, and you needed to play extremely well in order for them to have a chance for your team to have a chance to win. But I still don't believe Justin Jefferson week one was a fluke. The man has seventeen hundred yards. So even if I take that eight fifty, that uh, hundred and eighty four yards away from him. He's still leading the NFL in receiving yards. Yep. So it's not his season is not a fluke. So you played well, deservedly so. You get to pat yourself on the back. Your teammates should pat themselves on the back. Yep. You played phenomenal. Okay. I agree. I don't mind him calling us out because he walked his talk. Yeah. I will say, if you remember my response to your response on Friday, I said, well... I liked everything that he said up to the word fluke. Right. Because he was trying to make the case, which I appreciated. He, he doesn't wear a Superman suit. He oh, said yeah, a super, super suit, suit. But, but uh, Superman. It's like he doesn't go in a phone booth and change into a Superman suit. He's just a man like I'm just a man. Right. I don't have a Superman suit right. either, but we're just men. So he was trying to say he's not supernatural right you know like right like like he, the samuel jackson cow i think it's the and, and the uh the, uh, the incredible mm-hmm. where's my super suit okay all right there you go <laughs> but the point is he he was on to something because you can't hold this human down this number 18 yeah. for the minnesota vikings because i've watched him get held down before right it wasn't a fluke what he did because he's had if that was a fluke then he's had a whole bunch but of flukes yeah right? he, he fluky he's yeah. fluking everywhere right <laughs> And he's not fluky. Right. He's really good. Yes. But he is tameable. He is controllable. Right. He, he is beatable. And to Jair's credit, the, the first game, as we pointed out, there were times when even Justin Jefferson admitted, I lined up and I'd look around like, wait, nobody's covering me? Kirk, throw right. me the football. Right. Well, Jair, for the, the, in the big difference from first game to this game was he traveled with him and he just said, I got him. Right. I got him. I got him. I got him. And he was all over him. He caught one ball for 15 yards. And then at one point when he went over and broke one up, he did his signature did dance on him. Well, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm good with that yeah. as long as you can back it up. Right. And he backed it up yeah. all day and all night long. And yet. I also told you there's something weird about Justin Jefferson to me. And again, he is a great player. I, and I'll throw that word around loosely, mm-hmm. but he has already proven to be a great National Football League player. But he runs a little hot and cold. And I don't know that he has the supreme self-confidence that I see in some of the other receivers like a Devontae or Every, any of the, the big or Jamar Chase. Let me tell you what okay? it is, Skip. If you look at his directly affected by Cousins, what did Cousins do against the Cowboys? Absolutely nothing. Yeah. What did he do yesterday? Absolutely nothing. Three interceptions, a strip sack by Kenny Clark. Four turnovers. So, so that's skip. And so now the Packers are back-to-back games of at least four, four takeaways. Yep. That's the, that, the one thing that those other guys that you mentioned, the Jamar Chase, yep. Joe Burrow doesn't flinch. No. Other, other receivers, they don't flinch. Yep. And so as long as your quarterback doesn't flinch, I feel confident that I don't yep. have to speed up anything like, or I don't have to the, do anything. Devontae, especially in Green Bay, he didn't flinch either. He had Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Okay. And, and you see yesterday uh, uh, that uh, Stidham. Standing in there, and you see Devontae be Devontae. He, he was. He was, because Stiddy was, was taking some shots in the face and, and flinging it. Yes. Okay. I did watch my Dallas Cowboys the last two times against Justin Jefferson. The, it was the Cooper Rush game up there on right. Sunday night a year ago. Mm-hmm. 
He caught in that game, he got four targets and he caught two for 21. This year at Minnesota, again, the final score was 40 to three Dallas, but he got five targets and he caught three for 33. He was human. He was vincible as opposed to invincible, right? right? Because there are days when Kirk Cousins gets hot that I told you, he just kind of looks for wherever the purple 18 is and he just throws it kind of in his direction. Well, he was not hot yesterday. And when he's not hot, they're a bad football team because I look at some of the things that have happened to them this year, not to mention what happened yesterday, 41 to 17. My team did a 40 to three on Kirk Cousins out there, 40 to three. And then at Detroit, it was pretty much a wipeout. It was 34 to 23. And then at Philadelphia, it was 24 to seven. That was early in the year. But my point is, well, even Indy, Indy didn't have enough firepower to sustain, but but remember, it's 33 to nothing at halftime. 33 to nothing? If the offensive line isn't good, and then they lose two more starters early in the ballgame. So now Green Bay says, okay, your offensive line wasn't wasn't good to start the game. Now you got backups in early in the game. Let's get out there. This is the first time, this is the first time since 2016 that Green Bay have had back-to-back games of at least four takeaways. Mm. So that just goes to show you they're doing something that they haven't done in a very long time. And that and so now I can attack you already said, I don't I, I don't just have the utmost confidence in cousins. Cause I, I see a guy that's that's overachiever, that's underconfident. And so now That's exactly who he is. And so you see how Green Bay started to attack him. And so now Jefferson is getting more frustrated and more yep. frustrated because I'm not getting the ball. Yep. I've gone a whole quarter and y'all ain't throw me not one target. I ain't got one target. So now they know Jair knows I got him now. He's yep. frustrated. And so even the ball comes his way. He's so focused on beating me that now yep. he loses concentration. Okay. I got it. My, my final takeaway on Justin Jefferson is he seems like a really nice kid to me. Yeah almost nice to a fault because he doesn't have supreme self-confidence like arrogant you, you almost have to you, you know how wide well, no, you know, I, I think he does because he said uh, he said Devonte adams currently is the best receiver yeah. but after this season i'm going to be the best receiver yeah. you don't I, say I don't you, seem, his body language doesn't speak that way well, to I, me. I think yesterday i think his body language yesterday because but maybe he's just was, a product he's he's a Prisoner of Kirk Cousins. Well, most, most receivers are. Well, I mean, you know, you, you, it's you, the ultimate dependent position. You can't throw it to yourself. Look at what Mahomes is doing to the receivers that he has. Skip, he ain't got no guys that you know that's gonna make the Pro Bowl except that, for Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah. But look at, I mean, look at what he's doing. He's five thousand yards yeah. with Juju, and Juju can't outrun me. Mm. And Scantlin, who Green Bay say, Nah, we good. And they got Kadarius Tony, who the Giants had given up on. Sky Moore has really never materialized into the offensive threat that they I thought see, he would. I see little you flashes. See, yeah, yep. you see potential. Yep, I do. It, but the quarterback okay. can change everything. Kirk Cousins had a QBR of 10 yesterday. It was, was that I was going to say, that was actually being nice <laughs> yeah. to Kirk Cousins. That must have been his to, cousin that was to yeah, do, giving, I, him, I, giving that grade. I think you're right. To me, Minnesota is fraudulent. Yeah. To me, I don't trust them. I don't fear them. And they will be one and done. Easy. And they're going to get a home play. I, I assume, yeah. They're yeah, they're going to play because they're going to yeah. win the division. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right now, they're the third seed. Yeah. So I don't know okay. who the we'll sixth seed is. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but they're the third seed because the 49ers are the two seed. And obviously, still right now, the Eagles are the one seed. Okay. So, yeah, I, I agree with you, Skip, because the thing is, is that if you get it, that offensive line is so bad and you attack Cousins. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay, now let's flip it around and look at the other side. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, here come the Packers out of nowhere, and Aaron's kind of full of himself after the games, and you know, he's, he never lost confidence. Yeah, and and he says, uh, I can see. It. I didn't say anything this time, but I I saw we had that three game stretch. Remember, they had three big games yeah. in a row against Philadelphia, Dallas, and Tennessee. Right. And he said, I knew if we could just get one of them, then we'd get back on a roll and we could pull this thing off. Well, you needed about 20 ways of help to pull this thing off at four and eight. But it looks like they're going to pull it off because all they have to do now is beat Detroit. No, 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 Detroit, Detroit, Skip, Detroit's offense, now they can put points on the board. Now their defense leaves a lot to be desired because they're at the bottom tier as far as points allowed and yards allowed. But their offense... Oh man, Jerry Goff is dealing. He has receivers that can that can catch it. And yep. Swift, he can run it and catch it. Jamal Williams, he's a touchdown machine. Yep. So they're better offensively than people think. And I know Skip. Uh, I think they got like eight, eight thirty point games, which is a record uh, uh, for them and yeah. uh, uh, for the Lions. Yep. So offensively, they're good. This is not going to be. A, 
Dan Campbell has breathed a, a, a toughness yeah. and a physicality yes. in Detroit. So this impressive. is not the same Detroit skill that plays in the dome and that's going to come outside and be no. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. He, he's, he's put something inside of them. They, they, they're not going to go quietly in the night. Green, Green Bay's going to have the hands full with this team. Okay, this will be a good one, but Green Bay will win this game. Okay, yeah. Because they're just too good. They got too much. And by the way, those young receivers that Aaron wouldn't work with in the OTAs. They're growing up. They're pretty good. Yeah. But Skip, it was yesterday, that run game. Aaron Jones again. He, he's just, I, I've always Skip, said. Skip, you ain't expected to win no game. Aaron Rodgers threw for a buck 59. I know. I, you, I you're it. like, oh, if Aaron thought, oh, man, we had Aaron Rodgers, 159. Okay. And you get you lose 41, what, the 41, 10, 41, whatever. The, they got 41 with yep. Aaron Rodgers throwing for a buck 60. Yep, they did, 41 to 17 in the end. The point is, biggest picture for the Green Bay Packers, I am pretty sure, given all the intel that I have, that the Packers at 4-8 and eight were hopeful of moving on from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. However, they could move on, and there was a lot of talk about should Jordan Love start to get a few snaps, right. let's see what we got, right. because we saw a flash. Yeah, I didn't okay. think they could get back in this game. Okay. I did, not I said, hey, let, 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 the, let the guy okay. get in there and do it. So smug, condescending Aaron Rodgers is now back in control in, in yeah. Green Bay because he's holding them hostage one more time. You know good and well. You're not moving on from you Aaron Rodgers. You, you make can't. the playoffs. How can you do that? <laughs> if you make the playoffs, you, you can't say, oh, we're done. No, you, you, you can't justify right. it. You, you don't have the right excuse he, to say it's time to go. He, Skip, he might, be, he might have went to that beach and drunk some cat blood because this joke got nine lines. Because hey. every time Green Bay try to bury him, mm. That joke come up out that casket like the Undertaker. Mm. And he like, uh-uh, don't throw the case, throw no dirt on me. Y'all threw dirt on me, and I grew. I grew right up out the ground. So here he is again, got $50 million coming to him next year in 2023. Uh, maybe I have to try some of that IU. <laughs> nah, I'm good. You they sell here. any of that at GNC? I don't think they do. <laughs> I don't think they do either. Uh. But tell me how it is. <laughs> okay. All right. Way to go, Aaron. I, that could make for a very interesting episode of Undisputed, <laughs> yeah. Skip. All right. This game certainly set Justin Jefferson back in his chase for Calvin Johnson yeah, single season receiving yards record. Yeah, he still needs 194 yards now with one week to go. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew. Soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew. Ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids. Just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app. Today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. LeBron dropped 47 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists. This on his birthday in a 130-121 victory over the Hawks. Shannon, what a birthday gift. What's your biggest takeaway from the Kings? You saw that? I saw every dribble of it. Virtuoso. Mm. That's uh, a great violinist. And he has a Stradivarian. Really? And he's at the Sydney Opera House. And he's... Mm. That's what you saw. Mm. On a Friday night when you didn't have to see that. Mm. On his birthday, he's supposed to have been celebrating. Because you know Glow was in town. And Savannah. They were there. Front row. He said, Mama. Yeah. <laughs> there goes that man again. Yeah. Ooh, but that's like a beauty. Mm. And I know you what you were thinking. After he missed, he was one of five on his first five shots. One of five. You're like, LeBron. Rocky start. <laughs> I sat back about my Because yeah. I know what he's going to do. 
You did? I was out like this here, right here. Like my grandfather, you do. Sitting right there rocking. I don't think you did that. I did that right there. I think you're shaking your head saying, bro, come on now. No, 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 no. Snap out of it. On his birthday. You already know what he does on his birthday. You know what he does to the Hawks on his birthday. On his 25th birthday in 2009, what did he do, Skip? Mm. He dropped 48 on 10 and yep. 48 and 10 against this very team. Mm. Skip, was that a thing of beauty? Mm. Inside, outside, it free was. throws. Yep. It was all threes. Four out of six from three. <sighs> Are you kidding me? Two, but he, he didn't really do much. He had two points in the first quarter. I'm like, bro, you just your birthday. This your day. Mm. This, you've earned this day. Yep. He said, okay, I got you. I got you, Unc. Mm. Drop 16. And then he came back and gave you another, gave you what? Gave you 13? Mm. And then he gave you what? Gave, gave you another 16 to finish it off. <laughs> that thing was Ooh. beautiful. That was beautiful. Mm. That might have been the most beautiful thing. Only thing more beautiful was what I saw my grand, my great, my grand. Mm. That was the most beautiful thing. Second to that, that was the most beautiful thing I saw at the end of the year with that virtuoso that I saw on Friday night. <sighs> you can't say nothing. I would hear nothing about no free throws. I would hear nothing about nothing. Just go ahead and call it what it was. That's the Beatles at Ed Sullivan. That's what it was, Skip Bayless. Can't go there. Now you can. You will. Mm. Okay, here's where I'm going to go first of all. <laughs> it was so beautiful. It was so overwhelmingly, spectacularly impressive that I sat back and said, it's an indictment on the season because we should see this far more often than just on his birthday. We should see this team play better around him okay. far more consistently than what it did on Friday night at Atlanta. Right. This team is struggling. This team is 15 and 21. 15 and 21? At, if you just dropped in some Martian from Mars and, and sat him in the front row next to, to uh, the the mom and the wife, yeah. you know, and just said, Blow hey, well, watch this. Well, watch, watch this. What, what would he say? That's the best team in basketball. Well, it sure looked yeah, like that, it. He wasn't right. that was, that's the group. That oh. did he, did oh. you see him? He get the hand one. Yeah. He said, I'm the effing goat. He did. Yeah. I don't know if he said goat. He, he said goat. He was talking to you. Oh. Like Jai Alexander was talking to me and you. He was talking to you. Because yeah, you one of the few people that dispute what that man is saying. One of the few billion people. Man, no dispute. Billion. A no few billion. And that's what I am. Ain't he's no not billion. the goat. You, you got to stop goat. with that. He, he's lost six finals. Goats don't lose six finals. Goat. That's okay. What about the, the, the other guy won six finals without a blemish? What, what about them 42, 44,000 points he going to end up with? Okay. So here's the point. This team is 15 and 21. It's tied for 12th in the West. Tied for 12th? That's impossible. You you it's you two and skip. a half games out of the playing I ask you not to do this. Okay. I ask I'm, you I'm, to I'm, talk about his performance. Okay. All right. So I'll talk about his performance. So here's what actually happened in this game. Clint Capella's got a calf strain, so he couldn't go. So all of a sudden, Atlanta is a small team to start with. And if you take Clint Capella out, Guess who the biggest player on the floor was? It was LeBron freaking James. At 6'9", what do we give him? He looks svelte right now to me. 250 maybe? Two, he looks good. Okay, he looks very good. But John Collins cannot guard him because John Collins is the same height and weighs probably 15, 20 pounds yeah. lighter. And Okongwu is the same height and weighs at least 10 or 15 pounds fewer than LeBron Skip, does. It didn't matter. Okay, it did matter because... They could not keep him from the bucket. At will, he could drive on, but he fouled out John Collins mid-fourth quarter because sure you can't. You, what about the threes? Okay. What about the threes? Right. Well, that's rare because he came into the game third from the bottom in the NBA. We ain't third from the bottom right okay. now. Well, you're close. I, I didn't look it up, but you, you might be fourth from the bottom, okay, because you're still under 30% for the year, which is all-time pathetic. But I wasn't going to bring it up until you did. He, he gets the rare hot hand, and he made four out of six, and it was beautiful to watch because he made three in the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. And I loved it. He actually closed the game. It never got close, but he closed yeah, the yeah, game. No, 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 don't do that. No, don't do that. No, you thought DeJounte Murray hit a three and put him up no, one. No, don't no, do that, Skip Bayless. Yes, they Yes. That didn't put him up Yes, one, it did. It? They took the lead. Atlanta took the lead. And LeBron said, I will not. Oh, you mean early in the fourth yeah, quarter? It went in the fourth quarter. You okay, keep talking well, about early, late, okay, mid, well, it doesn't I'm just matter. saying down the stretch it never got close because they just took it over. And he had help. He had a bunch of teammates who went along for the ride inspired by oh, him. Oh, Tom, TB was tremendous. Okay. Russ came in and gave us he 14 was. and 11. 
Toscano Anderson mm, he did a was great really job. Really good. Yeah, doing a great job on defense. Yeah. But it, well, you know who it was, though, Skip. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Sherman. The, la the last man to come through Atlanta and do what he did was General Sherman. Really? Yes. So he burned it to the ground. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I love what Darvin Ham said after the game because his quote was, the dude, meaning LeBron, the dude is nothing short of phenomenal, amazing, but it's something I expect. Like, it doesn't blow me away. It's just something I expect from him. Ditto. Hold on. Ditto. Thank you, Darvin Ham. That's true. I need to see a little more of this because there are too many nights I see none of this. So you need to see more than 28 and a half, 8 and 7 in year 20. So, in other words, what you should have seen, we should see more of what Tom Brady did yesterday for the entire season. Am I correct? Mm -hmm. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Oh, okay. But Tom Brady's team won the division, and this team is still what? in danger of not even making the play-in Just imagine. Just imagine if LeBron James' team can finish 13 games under 500 and win a division. Because that's the equivalent. I mean, mm -hmm. come on, Skip Bayless. You make it see. That's a blue job division that Tom Brady's playing mm -hmm. in. Now, I'm not going to minimize what he did yesterday. And for you to bring up Clint Capella and for you to Clint talk Capella, about... Clint they didn't have a shot blocker. He's all they got. And LeBron Do you remember has, what LeBron did to him in Houston? Okay, I got it. But LeBron has complained consistently about we're too little, we're too, we, we're, we're too, uh, we don't have length, right? Well, it doesn't matter against Atlanta because Atlanta's littler than you are, especially if you take Clint Capella out. So here's what I don't want to hear from LeBron anymore. He basically gave a concession speech after Miami. We ain't got no concession they, speech. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. It was a I give up speech. No, I don't it, have enough help. Is it job? I, I, I got winnings in my DNA, whoa. and I just can't whoa, win whoa, here. Whoa, 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 uh, Every time I turn around, you talk about, well, Gronk, come back and save him. Mm -hmm. Was that a concession speech? Well, he doesn't have A.B., no. and he doesn't have Ryan Jensen, no, he and didn't. he doesn't have this Okay, one. but Tom didn't concede it. You. I conceded it. No. Okay, and by the way, you said Gronk wasn't coming back. He did reportedly. He called in early November saying, "I want to come back," and they could not come to terms. And I don't know. Well, he why. didn't want to come back. Uh, well, <laughs> he you, didn't want to come back. You could be right about that, but I think he wanted more than veterans. Min I don't even know what, what's the veterans minimum. Now? Like a million dollars. Like a million. He probably said, "Give me five million. They said, "We don't have it." No, you like prorate ten million. Yeah, maybe. And I'll come back. But skip last five games. He get forty-seven, ten, and nine. Mm -hmm. He goes twenty-seven, nine, and six. Okay. Twenty-eight, seven, twenty-eight, twenty-eight point seven rebounds, five assists. 38, 6 and 5, 34. So you make it seem like the man all of a sudden, this came out of nowhere. Like this is like, oh my goodness, where did this come from? You've been seeing this. I haven't seen that. You've been seeing it. I he, haven't seen him he, make four he, out of six threes because I've been seeing a lot of 0 for 7. He called it. Uh, Dennis Schroeder said he, he said he's going to get 40. Yeah, because he, he said Capella's out. I'm, I can get No, that. what he said was that I've been getting these high 30s and mm. we ain't winning. Yeah. Well, let me go up a couple of okay. points and go to 40. Bingo. He's had plenty of time to get rested and get right for at Michael Jordan. And he loves to play at Jordan. Yeah, at Charlotte, right. right? Yeah, yeah. Go light it up because fortunately for LeBron, Jordan can't play for Charlotte. Because if Jordan could if play could, for we Charlotte. Put, we put 40 on him. You would not, not. Not the guy in his prime. If you could turn back the clock and get that Jordan, he would terrorize this guy. No. But, but the point is. Now it's time to right the wrong of last, what was it, Friday, a week ago, Friday yeah. night, Charlotte at the Crypt. You had the ball in your hands and you blew a shoe at the, you threw we a shoe at the, yeah, okay. And you, then you, you, I'm going to have to make my presence felt. Okay. You, my you, aunt needs me. You, you need to win this game against that team because they're not that good. They, they, they got whole again. They got healthy again. They yeah. got their stars back. But you should go win this game at Charlotte to creep up are, are you gonna tell me, 16 and 21. Are, are you going to tell me that I'm going to get TB to come along and Pat Bev and mm -hmm. all these guys, they're going to come along with me? Well, what if I do? you take them along, yeah. we need to see if. Fitty piece. Uh, so, uh, Here we go. I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to make my presence felt. Okay. What, what game? Did, I'm going to go see a game. I can't tell him. It's going to well, be a surprise. Okay. Well, it's not going to be tonight. It's going to be so Wednesday. to go without you tonight. Wednesday or Friday. Okay. This, go, yeah. Miami. Is Miami or Atlanta. Yeah. Well, go to Atlanta because he got that. No, no, don't worry about where I'm going. Yeah. No, no, I'm just saying. Yeah. My nephew goes to do big things. Really? Yes. Okay. He'll do it just for you. Right? <laughs> Maybe you, you hate him. You need you to start him. going every single I game. I can't go to every game. That's your new job. Lakers starting out the new year, <laughs> sitting at 13th in the Western Conference, gentlemen.